is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. It's Jacqueline and I am back answering your questions. Today is a really, really good question. It is, um, why is it that we always go the wrong way when it comes to consistency? Why is it that we always go the wrong way? We know it's good for us, yet we decide on the easier route. Yeah, let's get into it. This is a good one. Okay, why you always go the wrong way and pick the easier route? Okay, the first I would say was um, your brain wants to conserve calories. There's not actually anything wrong with you. I think a lot of times we um, will compare ourselves to everyone out there who's just like rocking it at life, just succeeding and like overcoming all the odds. And we think that there's something wrong with us. We think that there's something lazy about us. There's a personality flaw or fundamentally flawed something. Um, you know, it's everything is easy for other people, but it just, it's not for us. There must be something wrong with us. But the truth is you pick the easier route because your brain and not just your brain, our brains like to conserve calories. If you've done something a certain way, um, it's programmed into your brain already. And that's a good thing. That's like what a habit is. It's programmed into your brain already. You know how to do it. Think about this. Um, you know how to tie your shoes because back when you were four, five, six years old, uh, you practiced this and you learned how to do this. And um, now it's easy for you to do that. It was not easy when you were four, five, and six years old. Your kindergarten teacher was like, oh my gosh, they don't know how to tie their shoes, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was not easy for you back then. Now it's easy for you. Your brain does not have to use like any calories in order to do that. It's like you look at shoes, you're like, oh, my shoelace is untied. I'll tie it. It didn't take a lot of work to do that, right? Our brains like to conserve calories. Um, it's harder. It is harder for you to do something new, to learn something new. It's going to take your brain uh, burning more calories to do that. Now, evolutionary, like it, if we look at like the um, the big picture about brains, your brain it, in a time where uh, food used to be scarce, your brain is still programmed to be like, ah, let's pick the easier way so that we don't have to use up so many calories. We don't have to use up so many units of energy in order to do this thing. We're going to pick the easiest route. So it's not a personality flaw. It's just that's what our brains do. So what can we do instead of just staying in this space of like, oh my gosh, why do I always do that? What is wrong with me? Or this like, oh, my brain is lazy. I guess this is just, this is just where I'm at. This is, I'm just stuck. No, like people learn how to do new things all the time and you can too. So um, if you, you're picking the easiest route, your brain wants to conserve calories, what can we do? Okay. Make the new habits an easier route. Make it a new, an easier route. So um, I'm thinking about this in two ways. One. Make it easier to choose the salad than to choose the junk food at lunchtime. Stock your fridge with salad and veggies and, you know, great protein. Stock your fridge with those things and put the junk food in the back of the of the fridge. Put it in the cabinets. Um, make it easier on yourself to eat healthy foods. When you go grocery shopping, um, I have a... A really easy way I teach people how to grocery shop, and I write the five P's, plants, protein, process, I guess the four P's, plants, protein, process, uh, plenty of water, and I make sure when I write out our grocery list, I write key, and now when I'm going through meals, 
Uh, what are we going to eat this week? Oh, we're going to have pasta. Okay, great. If we're having pasta, we need to have vegetables. We need to have some sort of plants. And I write that down. So using that tool, I make it easier to make sure that we have a fridge stocked full of healthy options. So now when it's time for lunch, we're going to break for lunch in a little bit. We're going to go eat. It's pretty easy for me to pick a healthy balanced, imperfect eating meal because that's what we have in our fridge. Our fridge is not stocked full of pizza and fried chicken and, I don't know, pizza rolls and Hot Pockets and all this crap that we used to eat. It's stocked full of things and it's easier to eat that. Um, that took that took intentional attention. That was not natural. That was not intuitive. That took intentional attention to teach my brain this is how we eat, okay? So that kind of gets to the next part. Um, why do you always pick the wrong way? Why do you always pick the easier route? You've been doing uh, you've been doing old ways for years, decades. If you if you have been waking up late um, in the morning, not you know uh, snoozing the alarm and you're late, you've been doing that for years and years and years and decades. It's programmed into your brain. Your brain is thinking like, ah, when the alarm goes off, we hit snooze and we stay here. That's what's been programmed into your brain, and that's what you're going to follow through on, right? You need to, if you're like, cool, I want to be someone who like wakes up on time, you have to like tell yourself and be intentional attention. Okay, cool. When my alarm goes off, I don't hit snooze. What do I do? I turn it off and I get up, right? Um, So that's going, that's, that's not going to happen overnight. That's not intuitive to you. You have to teach yourself how to do this. So um, again, it's not a personality flaw. It's not that you are incapable of learning, uh, not learning. You're not, It's not that you're incapable of learning to do something new. You are very capable of learning to do something new. It's just that you've been doing something a certain way. Um, That's how it's been programmed into your brain. You have to give yourself yourself some tools. So that, that brings us to what to do so we don't just stay in this victim mode, this like, oh my gosh, I'm so stuck. Use tools, systems, and accountability. So when I say tools... When I say tools, I have a couple of tools. One, um, the the self-care sessions, my workbook, that's one tool that I use to reprogram my brain. Another tool is um, the uh, the calendar, the schedule, seeing what, what you know what's happening in your week using the hours. Another tool is the uh, 365 habit tracker. That's a tool. Um, another tool, the mindset direction cards. This is a these are like the first version. It's so janky, but it's like I have mindset direction cards. And I have a space in the self-care session workbook where you go through and you're like, cool, here's a prompt. Let me write on this. This one is, we can make a million different plans, but you will only grow if you consistently execute, act, and do. So it's like, okay, cool. This is is a tool. This is in the self-care system uh, workbook. Great. Journal on this prompt for three minutes. That's going to help you change your mindset. That's going to help you change the thoughts in your head. That's going to help you change the actions that you take, the outcome that you get, and the person that you become. Okay. Um, then that last piece. You're still, why are you always uh, going the wrong way and picking the easier route? You're still identifying with old beliefs, and you're scolding yourself when you're imperfect. This is not that there's something wrong with you. This is like, yes, we will stay stuck because we are, um, our old ways of doing things, our old ways of being, they're comfortable. 
even if they're dysfunctional, even if you're like, man, this doesn't actually feel good. You're so used to doing it. You're so used to being that person. You will continue doing it. Because that's what, remember, behavior change is not just about the habits. If we actually want behavior change to stick, we want habits to stick, we want to become a consistent person, it is about changing your identity. It is about becoming a different person. Basically, letting go, killing off that old version of ourselves in order to embody this new version of ourselves. Um, so that old version is going to be like, ah, you don't really have to do this. Ah, I know that you said you were going to work out on weekends, but you don't really have to do this. Uh, I know that you said you were going to eat vegetables with dinner, but you don't really have to do this. Oh my gosh, your day was so stressful. You had you had to do so much. You should re reward yourself with a box of donuts and buying three pairs of shoes with your credit card. Um, yeah, you deserve that. Even though I know you're trying to work on like a healthier relationship with food and money. Yeah, you des you deserve that. Your old ways your old ways of thinking, your old ways of doing, your old ways ways of being, they will continue to pop up unless you take the um, the intentional intention on who you're becoming. So what do we do to um, change those old identifying beliefs? Oh, <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't go a whole episode without talking about this. Identify your aspirational identity. You need to know not just what you're leaving behind or who you're leaving behind, you need to know like where you're like, what are you moving towards? And so we don't just want goals. We don't just want goals because they're fleeting, but being a different person will keep us going. And so uh, goals, right? Like running a marathon, that was a goal. And it's great. And it was fine. And it was cool. But it's like, once the marathon's done, now what? Am I still running? Being a consistent runner, that changes things. Now I know Oh yeah, a consistent runner consistently runs. Doesn't matter if there's a marathon or not. A consistent runner consistently runs. They get they get out there and they run. Um, uh, a healthy, imperfect eater. Um, that person does the five Ps every single day. A whole thirtyer. Once you know, once thirty days is up, or a twenty-one day fixer. Once the twenty-one days or the thirty days is up. They're like, mm -mm, I don't, I'm not doing this anymore, right? So we want to know what we're leaving behind, where we're moving to, uh, who we're being that gives us direction. And then the other thing, too, is a, a lot of people scold themselves when they're imperfect. When you are imperfect, when you mess up and you make a mistake, you need to stop scolding yourself. You need to stop punishing yourself. You need to stop the self-hate. You need to stop the negative self-talk. It's not helping you be a different person. When we look at this and it's like, okay, cool. So we know that your brain likes to conserve calories. You like to, we, not just you, we like to stay the same, even if it's dysfunctional, it's comfortable, it's our comfort zone. We like this stuff. So it's like, okay, cool. You made a mistake. Even like, this is what everyone does. You made a mistake. Why is that the time to tell yourself how much you suck? Well, what I want you to do instead is when you make a mistake, like dive in and like learn from the mistake. Oh shoot, I messed up. Great, this is a teaching point. This can help me, this is actually gonna help me grow. This is actually gonna help me figure out my stuck points, figure out where I keep messing up so that I can change things. Um, you know, if you're a teacher or you're a parent, um, you know, when kids uh, are in elementary school, I think about this. We would do running records or you would do um, 
you would meet with kids and you would give them a book and you would read with them and you would listen to them read, right? And when a kid got to a word that they messed up, that's not the time to slap them on the hand and be like, what the hell, you know, what's the matter with you? It's like, oh, interesting. This kid uh, keeps messing up long A vowels. They keep getting to a word that has a long A and they're pronouncing it like a short A. They don't know the rule, uh, long vowel silent E. They don't know that rule. I see their stuck point. I see where they keep making a mistake. I'm not giving them an F. Here's where I realize, me as a teacher, I need to go in and teach this child. They don't know, they don't know this vowel combination. When a kid makes a mistake in reading, it tells, it informs the teacher what the teacher needs to teach the kid so that they can move on, they can move forward. It's not the time to tell the kid, you're an idiot, you're stupid, what's wrong with you, why can't you read? When a kid makes a mistake, that informs the teacher what the next teaching point is. So when you are imperfect, when it is the weekend and you completely eat everything, you know, you you, you binge Netflix for 12 hours, you, you know, you don't eat, whatever, that mistake that you make, that's not the time to tear yourself down and tell you that you're stupid and you're lazy, and you can't do anything right, you're just going to keep doing that stuff. You're, you're like, oh, you're right, I am lazy. I'll just stay, I'll keep doing this. When you make a mistake, um, that is the time to go in and be like, okay, cool, what do I need to do to actually make me feel good? I said that this is the aspirational identity that I wanted. I'm not living that life, I'm not being that person. What do I need to make sure I do in order to embody that person and being that person and living that life? So again, um, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Um, you still need to show up. This is not, I think people sometimes, they think that I'm saying that they don't have to show up and they don't have to put the reps in. And I'm not saying that by any means. That, if we look the, at that four quadrant thing, that's going towards the permissive. That's, oh, that's okay. You don't have to do anything. That's okay. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to, you don't have to put the reps in. It's okay. You work too hard. That's not what I'm saying by any means. Because taking on um, that self-talk, that's going to keep you stuck. You'll kind of be nice to yourself for a little bit, but you'll stay stuck. What I'm saying is that other quadrant, the authoritative quadrant, where you are going to make a mistake, you are going to mess up, let's jump in and see what's going on. Did you miss the alarm? Did you forget to set the alarm? Did you forget to, you know, did you forget to go grocery shopping that week? You know, were you on your phone too much? Whatever it was, like, let's let's jump in and see what's going on. So those are my tips. Um. Oh, oh the last thing that I wanted to say was... Um, this type of questioning, oh my gosh, why do I always do this? Why do I always do this? This type of questioning can actually keep you stuck where you are because then you're trying to, um, you're trying to, you're just, you're just stuck. You're like, oh, that, like you'll repeat that over and over. So what I really want you to do is like upgrade, upgrade the question and, uh, shift it a little bit so that it is problem solving oriented instead of like problem is staying, um, instead of staying stuck in that problem, it's like, okay, cool. What happened here? Hmm. What happened here? What can I do to change this? So that like starts gearing it towards, okay, I know I want to make a change. How can I make that change? Right. Um, so that was something a coach told me several years ago and it was life changing. Jacqueline, you need to upgrade your questions. Your questions suck. Your questioning and your self-talk is keeping you stuck you need to upgrade your questions. And so that was in a time in my life where I was, um, my gosh, what am I even doing with my life? What am I even doing with my life? With this sarcastic thing instead of being like, you know, oh, how am I figuring out my life? Where am I going with my life? What do I want to be doing with my life? 
um, it definitely that question that line of questioning kept me stuck. So upgrade your questions. Uh, keep keep thinking, problem solving oriented, moving forward, <laughs> fear of growth, growing, growing, growing. Right. All right. Just you know, today. So today's Wednesday as I'm recording this. Tomorrow is Thursday. Today and tomorrow are the last days to schedule a call. Friday is the last day that I will be taking calls for your growth. I'm really excited about what's coming up. I got some things for new podcasters, new bloggers, new runners, healthy eaters. Um, this is going to be a really awesome year of growth. I'm so excited for you. Let's make these changes. Intentional attention. We have to. We have to give it that. All right. Take care.